0: Hey friends, this Friday, June 10th, TJ and I will be together again performing live in Colorado Springs at 3E's Comedy Club. The following week, June 17th and 18th, I will be headlining Laugh's Comedy Club in Seattle. TJ, that same weekend, will be in Phoenix at the House of Comedy. And then we will be together performing again at the Funny Bone in St. Louis, July 22nd and 23rd. Just wanted to get that date out there. So you can put it on your schedules. Circle it in your daybook, in your viewfinder, whatever you have. Uh, Come on out and say hello to these shows. Because it's very rare we get to be together again. And we will have new episodes coming out as soon as we can. So hang in there with us. We love the 12 and a half. And thanks for listening.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Cash Levy! Wow. Let me hear you, Salt Lake City. Oh my gosh. Can I have it to shy shy? Wait,
0: wrong. That was a little late, man. No, that was good. There's nothing wrong with a caca at the end. <laughs> nothing wrong. You want to throw in a caca? You can always do that. You get really excited, you can throw in a...
1: Hi, hi, hi! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like that, yeah? <laughs> this is so exciting. I, I'm so excited to be here at Wise Guys Comedy Club Woo! Woo! in Salt Lake City. it's so fortuitous. I mean I'm here, I I don't know if you've heard but I'm here for Sundance and I've wanted to be involved with Sundance for quite a while. Uh, Ever since the beginning of the festival I mean this is a festival that really puts people on the map and that's what I like to do on my show. (laughs) You know I like to take an unknown person or, or director or actor and really lift them up into greater heights and that's what Sundance is all about, you know, all about. But apparently what's happened is there's a line of celebrities outside waiting to be interviewed by me for the Sundance Film Festival. And I, I think we better just kickstart this bad boy. Keith, can you let in the first uh, celebrity guest? I'm really excited. I don't know who it's going to be. And then, what? Wait, wait a second. What, what the... Here's the who, the, what, the, how, did how it, the, where did it why go? Did, mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. what, mm-hmm. how, mm-hmm. why, what, For those of
2: you who? who haven't seen the podcast, this goes on for a while.
1: <laughs> I
2: came, I come in here, I got there first. Wait a second, so you to, were I'm here first? Here, I'm here to promote some stuff I got here at 7 a.m. waiting to do the show. Okay. I was out there first, I, had a, I was holding half a pickle the entire time. <laughs> See that? Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was holding half of a pickle, and nobody talks to you. The old half a pickle or fucks technique with you—if you're just holding a half a yeah, pickle. Yeah, that is true. If you don't eat it after about ten minutes. Ain't nobody walking up to yes. the half pickle holding motherfucker. It's the old half pickle technique. It's very underutilized. But I do love pickles, so mm, all day is a battle. <laughs> on that little green uh. magic. <laughs> Snapping on that green so you magic. That's here? what I call eating pickles. Yeah. <laughs> I've well, never heard you say that. Never. It was, it was very cold outside. I've been saying it for years. Okay. okay. To you and asking you to remember. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i a really bad. I have really long attention span. I brought, that's I why a, my memory is so short.
2: We <laughs> <laughs> have a lot to talk about. What did you say about the Sundance? Oh, that's what Sundance Festival is all about.
1: And <laughs> yeah, I thought, here's the thing.
0: And you know what the truth I is? thought... I thought since you weren't even in the room that I might get away with that one. But TJ hears me fuck things up from long distances. When I thought about it. If the, There
2: is Sundance, which is like the Super Bowl of independent cinema. They also have a puppy bowl during the Super Bowl. So I thought there might be a puppy Sundance. And those are independent films about dogs, done by dogs, directed by dogs, produced by dogs. And that festival is showing that actually a lot of dogs can direct, they can write, they can start. start. That's what puppy sundance is all about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Triple
2: lightning yeah. You guys are the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know it's true. And at these people back here, I'm sorry, am I blocking I'm blocking cash. All these people over here can that's see okay. shoulders and hair that's like, is that a woman? <laughs> is that a woman with a short haircut? <laughs> so yeah, look at that person back there. I'll do a lot of swiveling. Yeah. <laughs> I'll swivel that guy's on. like, I want to sit behind the people.
1: Yeah. I'll do a
2: lot of swiveling and I'll kind of yell. Each time I swivel, I'll go,
1: hey, where's that other half of my pickle? <laughs> and
2: then I'll start to swivel back. I think that's... That'll get you into it. Yeah. That'll get you involved. Daddy
0: came home for Christmas. Daddy came home for Christmas. He did. It's the greatest line ever. He came home. Hey, guys, like this guys seriously, this is the first live show since he said it. Don't you think that's the best line ever? Anybody? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's so funny. No, it's hard fun. because I, I say it to say my that. wife. I say it to my wife all the time. Every time I get drunk, yeah, really? I knock on the door and she's like, Who is it? And I'm like, Let me in. And she opens the door and I go, Daddy came home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't even remember the kids saying. They scream it. and they run away. It's great.
2: I don't even remember saying it because it wasn't terribly funny when I said it, but it struck Cash as really funny. And then he started texting me it and saying it to me, being like, "Daddy came home for Christmas,"
1: and it's really
2: funny when he says it. So then I started saying it. And he's like, see, you say it. It's the greatest thing (laughs) ever. But I'm I'm only saying what you said I said because it's funny when you say it. It's a very complicated, let me put it this way. Daddy came home for Christmas. Can you imagine? And then somebody in the background just goes, yeah, probably only came home for the milk and cookies. I mean that literally and metaphorically. (laughs) Put that in your pipe and
0: smoke it. Uh, Triple banger lightning round. round, Question uh, one. Question
2: one. Milk and and Uh, and cookies. The milk was ejaculate. (laughs) (laughs) The cookies was pussy. Okay, (laughs) good night. Thank you for coming out. Daddy stayed at his place in Michigan during Christmas. (laughs) Daddy
0: did not come home for Christmas. (laughs) Daddy was absent for Christmas this year. (laughs) Rule number one, where's Daddy for Christmas?
2: (laughs) Question number two, he's in Hawaii. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: this, <laughs> you ever do that? You ever
0: just,
1: <laughs>
2: just fucking, you know what I mean, really celebrate something? Would you would you
0: would you date a girl that, that when she laughed, that's what she did? She was like she's like, wait, what did you say, Cash? Well like <laughs> What did you say? What did you say? I just said I thought it was funny that pickles sometimes come in halves.
1: Uh,
0: uh check please. And they're like, yeah we no checked, shit.
2: you gotta finish your meal. <laughs> What if that happened <laughs> at the beginning of the date? You go, at the beginning of the date, and you're like, oh, yikes, check, please. And the waiter's like, yeah, please, we checked. You got to finish your fucking meal. <laughs> you're like, okay. Um,
1: this I, this I restaurant's strict.
2: <laughs> One of my parents' friends said to me, they go, hey, great. you're great in Silicon Valley. You know what, the, they, uh, and no offense, but I think they should try and uh, give you a part where you have to be a little less hefty. <laughs> Did they say that? Uh, uh, you should have a part with a little less weight in the series. <laughs> First of all, the guy's like overweight, clearly. Yeah. Second of all, yeah, I, I gained the weight for the part. Right, Third right. of all, it's weird when, like, what kind of reality is it that I would go to the studio executives and go, hey, look. I talked to a guy in Denver, and uh, you think he could give me a part that's a little less hefty. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, get on a scale. Uh,
0: And that is a penis queef. I don't think – have you ever had anybody tell you to lose weight and not felt insulted, even if it's for a role?
2: Yeah, that doctor told me that because he said I was going to die.
0: Oh, well, okay. A doctor, I guess that would... Yeah, a doctor can say that. Now, doctors... I wonder if doctors go around and misuse well, that. I wonder if doctors go around and misuse that. So they'll see someone on the street through you're you got to lose a few pounds, fat ass. Hey, well, lard ass, get hey, over here. Hey, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Yeah, oh, it's okay. well, I was going to say... Uh, it's like a... Get, you should some, lose some weight like in a,
2: a clinic. Doctor <laughs> in a clinic saying you should lose some weight. Not so offensive. Yeah. Doctor at a cocktail party <laughs> saying... What are you, pregnant? For Christ's sake, you look like you ate a balloon, (laughs) you fucking dump truck. And I think the guy's going to be like, men, don't get pregnant.
0: Stop yelling at me. He's
2: like, I'm a doctor. He's like, get the fuck out of my house.
0: Yeah, it's not polite. It really isn't. I wonder if that's how people become doctors. Just by shitting in a carburetor? No, people decide to become doctors because they tell people to lose some weight so many times. And those people get offended, right? And they puppet slap them. And then they and then they go, you know. I better be a doctor where this is appropriate to tell people that. What do you think? I've they're pu- mean. They're doctors are assholes. A hole sours. I have they're to- a group of a hole sours. Um, in choosing a place, because my wife and I, uh, you know, may have to move. Uh, I was worried about this one place. What's I'm like, wrong with that? Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about because I don't know exactly what's happening. All I want to tell you is the conversation I had with my brother. He goes, I go. I don't know if this new place is a little too fancy. He's like. What does it have, have, a bowling alley? I mean, as long as it doesn't have a fucking bowling alley, I think you're okay. I like that. I like that. That's if you have bowl a bowling that's, that's that's the standard. If you have a bowling alley, it's a bit pretentious. If it doesn't, you're okay. What do you think about that? I like it. I like it. I think it's true. I like it, but what if it has a like a pool? Unless you're a bowler. What if it has like a pool,
2: a billiard hall, and a ping pong table room? Mm. Mm-hmm. Then you're in trouble. Yeah, you. I, I think bowling alley is a good you know barometer. Yeah. okay. But you're still what about you're an
0: elevator. At... I wouldn't live in a place in an elevator. Not, I mean, a non-apartment I building. Would, but I want a non-functioning elevator <laughs> that only goes to the top of one floor. Yeah.
2: So I a like broken elevator, elevator going. No, no, it's not broken. It just goes to the, the ceiling yeah. and then goes back down. It's less to get to a different floor. It's more to see the room from the from up above.
0: <laughs> you need to lose some height. You really do. That's why I got your, your the. Your weight's fine, but you got to lose some height. People say you got to
2: gain height. Yeah,
0: those 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 elbow knees are pretty gangly. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I don't. I think it's confusing. I think one thing that makes you confused about moving into a new place is I don't think human beings know themselves very well. I think you think you know what you like, but that's because you haven't really tried everything, and you just assume you like something. But there might be out something out there that you would like better. And uh, it makes me like, for example, let me give you an example. I was recently having a choice at a hotel where I could get the hotel uh, where the bottom floor, we have access to sort of a tree area, or the top floor, you have a great view. And I just assumed, oh, I'll get the top floor. I always like the view. And then we got moved to the bottom floor the last day, and I realized it's just I liked being a part of nature, and I'm just wondering. I don't think people always know what's going to serve them best, and that's what confuses me about life, and that's why I'm plagued by every decision, and that's why I'm very unhappy, and I feel like I'm being tracked down by wild animals when I wake up every morning, and I and I feel very sad. Yeah, I feel very sad. But let me say this about hotels, and this is a tiny opinion,
1: tiny opinion, tiny opinion.
0: Um, I think that. You go motel. You always think you just want a nice hotel. You want it to be fancier. I think you get the shittier hotels, the more beautiful nature is. Motels sometimes are better than hotels because sometimes people are like, I, I was in Hawaii. I just stayed at the resort the whole time. Yeah, not, not ideal. I think sometimes it's best to be in a motel because you experience the wilderness more. It's more about the wilderness and not the hotel and the slide and all that kind of bullshit. What do you think? I love the slide. I
2: disagree with you openly. In the bowling the alley. Beginning. Yeah,
0: bowling alley. The bowling alley. A motel can be awesome.
2: If if there's a bowling alley in your Holiday Inn, it might be a Hilton. (laughs) I I think anywhere's livable if you're with somebody that you don't resent.
1: Mm, Yeah,
0: yeah. I I was, um, I know you'd make fun of me about the the shirts, they all have holes in them. And I never thought there was a big downside to wearing shirts that are disintegrating on my body.
2: Holy shit. Yeah.
0: I, I I never thought there was a downside, but I take it to I, I took it too far. Uh, I, t- I took it too far. I was in Hawaii and Did I. You wear
2: a shirt that was more hole than shirt.
0: well, it was a swimsuit which I got from the Lost and Found in 1999, probably. Okay, it was a 2006 Dick Flap. And well, you're not that far off, my friend. My wife, about midway through the trip, she goes, "Cash, your suit's completely see-through." Because it ripped midway through the trip. After and through the trip. I go, oh, shit, my, 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 my suit ripped. And she was like, Cash, it didn't just rip. It's, you're showing everything on the family trip. Your you're, you're pubes, everything. It's, you're, it's, it's we, a see-through did, suit you're wearing. But
2: did people sort of like it? Did you see people having positive reactions?
0: I took a survey and I gave it to people. And what did they say? 73% believed it was not ideal. So that was a weird one. Now we're going to move along to essential questions of human Can you nature. imagine the majority yeah. of people going, not ideal. Just <laughs> out loud. We're going to do essential questions of human uh, nature. nature. Do mannequins have bigger nipples than they used to? I, I feel like it's gotten out of hand. I mean. I feel like they have bigger nipples than they used to. I don't
2: know. I You know, uh, there's some yesterday big, I walked past this mannequin. Sharp,
0: sharp nipples. It was a male. and he, Yeah.
2: He didn't have any... Look, he had on a swimming suit, and you could see through it, but... He just didn't have any... I don't know, man. I mean, he didn't have any genitals, you know? And hmm uh, mm-hmm. I guess Do you have it, a see-through suit on, or did yeah, you he see- a see-through yeah. suit. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you could feel that this mannequin had had a, uh, a falfen,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which, as you know, from... Uh, I had a trip in Hawaii with Kate... And uh, I, I fell mm-hmm. uh, near the the dolphin pool, mm-hmm. and I fell on a dolphin. And uh, we we call that a it's a falfin And uh, the mannequin looked like he had had a falfin <laughs> And uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It, it, let me put it this way. It was not ideal. It was not ideal. Do you ever, do you think, do you think, here's what I would love. I would love a world where at the very end of your life, you just look at your kids and your family, they're surrounding you as you're about to die. And people are like, grandpa, or you know, father, and cash, cash. What are you? Any last words? Just leave the wisdom. Yeah. You've had so many years. You're so brilliant. Yeah. You had this podcast that everybody <laughs> loved and venerated. It was called uh, a yeah. uh, sushi diet coke yeah. baseball yeah. podcast for babies. babies yeah. And uh, you just turned everybody just so quiet. You know, it's it's there's a hush in the room that only occurs when someone's about to pass. Yeah. And you look at your family and you go. <sighs> Not ideal. <laughs> and that's it. This goes everyone for the rest of their lives. They're like, "What did he mean?"
0: Yeah. I, well, I'll t- I, let me tell you in advance what I meant. I just learned that the universe is expanding at a rate. It's it's much larger than we ever thought. Actually, which is, <clears throat> it's much bigger. Not than ideal. Any, than it's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's much bigger than anybody thought. And when you think of how long time has been, time is much. Time is so long we can't even comprehend it. We've been talking about it. Time. It's been around since the beginning of time. Yeah, longer than Cox. Let me put it that way. Longer than clocks. About it. Okay, clocks right? and I'm around. talking. I'm talking about longer than a sundial. You know what I'm saying? Time has been around. There were fucking dinosaurs walking around land. That's nuts to think about how long life has been here, right? And we are just this tiny speck that lives such a short, tiny. We're just an ant. I mean, you know, a, a fly lives like I don't know a week at the most, and tries to make the best of it. But we are a fly, really. Yeah, we are I so short, like, right? Yeah, Let me just finish. Like, we live so, and yet. I think on my deathbed, I'm going to think knowing that since you knew that your whole life, just how short this is going to be, why the fuck did you worry about such stupid, meaningless things? And I think the key is to try not to. And I, I I'm not, I'm having a losing battle doing and it, but I, you got to try, would say not, not idea. ideal. That's what I would have meant. Cause it's frustrating. It's frustrating that I know logically I, how precious this is I, and how short it's going to be. And yet I'm still, but here's, yeah. here's a new approach. Okay. okay. And this okay. is hopefully something that some of your okay. 12 and a half will really get into. Do you, you don't want to save this for the birthday tour. I am not going. You're on not tour. just come on the birthday tour. You're asking me to come in to every night. Can, okay, the
2: rest of time.
0: I did hear somebody, and this is this will be a little bit crude. I don't know if I've mentioned this on another show, but I did meet somebody on a road trip in the bathroom or something. They were bragging about some girl they had sex with, and he said, "I fucked her till I came." Really? He actually said that to me. Why? That's the most. I was like, "What?" That's pretty much. Usually, what, what happens? I, I oh. don't even know what to say. Like I don't even know what to say to you. Or, I, I don't.
1: Or,
2: or what's the alternative, how did that? Do you you, you told you a stranger that.
0: What do you say to the people you really know? Do you love this idea?
2: Do you love? It was somebody? terrible, man. I fucked her till I didn't come. I had to go home. I had a ton of stuff to do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what do you even
0: say? I say I pissed till I was empty. That's what I should have said. You should. You should have gone. I. What do you even? I don't even he know goes, what he was, goes. I fucked her till she came. You no, go. he said till I came. Oh, sorry. That really? made it. Oh, yeah. that's worse. I know. That's I what he said. I came. You should have gone. Hey. He wasn't bragging about. You should have said he wasn't bragging about bringing her to pleasure. You know, he was saying I, I. I am a man, and I was able to you come. Know what I recently. Did? Isn't you that go, crazy? You go. I came
2: until I fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> I was just ejaculating nonstop <laughs> until the moment that we had intercourse, and at that point. There's nothing left. I went for it. It's still. It was fun, but I was like, I've been coming since you called me to come over.
0: Uh, that's called a sticky zipper uh, when you come in your pants and she doesn't know about it. It's pretty useful, guys. Uh, a uh, zicky stipper Yeah, that's a whole. Is thing. when
2: you've already stuck your zipper to yeah. your Zuckerman's cum deli sandwich. <laughs> We're going to finish it up with maskers. There's right? a part of yeah. me that knows that everyone listening is like swinging a miss. No, no. From TJ. Not from how I did but just they, I think at the beginning of the podcast, thought, you know, this guy, he's got some integrity.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, that I, is I,
2: out the window.
0: I don't think so. I think we've mentioned people much worse than us, people with bowling alleys in their house, people with who say okay, things I like I would sex with her till I came, which is the weirdest brag I've ever heard in my life. I Zip, can't even I can't even fathom what that would mean. sticker.
2: Yeah. You're gonna do it again. You get a zigger sorry, you get a, <laughs> yeah, a zigger, which is a sticker that is also a zipper stuck in your zipper. That's a uh, – well, a Ziggy stripper <laughs> is a woman who takes off her clothes and uh, reads Ziggy, the comic yeah. book, and thinks it's <clears> kind <throat> of icky. Uh, from the beginning, I, I think some people uh, listening thought, you know, this guy's uh, – he's really – he's giving it his all. Yeah. And I think now you're beginning to realize that uh, not only am I not giving it my all, I'm giving it Kevin's all. <laughs> an uncle of mine that uh, died in a train fire. And uh, as he was dying, he said, I remember this so clearly, he said, all aboard. (laughs) And uh, no one knows why he said that. It was so ironic and bizarre, but I think ultimately he was the least liked in the family. I turned off the air conditioner and I turned up the heat. In terms of commodity. <laughs> I love
0: that. They should call it the Commodity uh, Festival. They should. The Commodity Festival. Just shorten it. More what more are different. the oddities? I, I don't this know. this is one of them. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like this is the oddest thing that's happened at this festival. Because the name of it
2: is the Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity Festival. Comedy and Oddity. I haven't seen the oddities. All right, what are the oddities? Do you guys know? It, have any of you seen any oddities? <laughs>
0: <Are> you saw <laughs> one what? They had a free show one year.
2: Dolphin Boy. Okay, two things I want to talk about. Yeah. Actually, kind you of a, said one thing.
0: I that was a weird heckle, you know? <laughs> I've uh, had a boy. lot of heckles in my lifetime. <laughs> sometimes you get a, you suck or get off the stage, but he's like, <laughs> Dolphin Boy. Also, <laughs> like, no Not explanation. explanation. Not, yeah. Clear to all of Not us, sure I guess. How to respond oh, to that. Dolphin Boy? Got
1: it. That's, a, that's the best oh, heckle. I don't need time. to know
2: what he, he does. We all know what yeah. Dolphin Boy yeah. does. Yeah.
0: That speaks for itself.
2: And then I like the other the other sad
0: like... Dolphin Boy.
2: Like, they had a freak show one year. <laughs> it's just a boy in the back like, there are oddities once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be oddities to
0: come. I don't know much about the, the Rio Grande. I, I do know Barton Springs. I've been there before here in Austin. I love that place. They have, this they have this little creature that lives on the bottom of the uh, of of the, the springs and lives there, and it's the only kind in the world, right? What, what's it called? Uh, huh? Albino salamander. A what? Albino salamander. An albino salamander. And that's, this is the only place they have that, right? Right here in Austin. It's a very rare species. And you can put your goggles on, you go down to the bottom, and you see, you'll either see that or you'll see the uh, dolphin boy sometimes. <laughs> dolphin boy's down there. And then up on the shores, there's a hedgehog that walks around. <laughs> Oh, Dolphin Boy's been there for years.
2: What's he doing? His thing.
1: <laughs>
0: this thing. This triple banger had an extension. Uh, so uh, Oklahoma, uh, or Texas, Oklahoma's wacky downstairs neighbor. Not wacky. Oklahoma's just like, hey, I just want to tell
2: you, like it's talking to Colorado or something. It's like, hey my uh, downstairs neighbor, I just keep hearing the sounds of, like, cleaning a gun and cocking a shotgun. <laughs> and he's just muttering to himself something about, keep it weird, keep it
1: weird.
2: <laughs> keep it as weird as you can. <laughs> Stay weird. And it's just the sound of, of bottle caps being opened and a woman screaming. What's going on down there? <laughs> there are more
0: Texas uh, flags than. Uh, I love Texas. It's great. flags. I, I want to ask you. America cow- flags. How about this one? Cowboy <laughs> boots. Uh, who says men don't look good in heels?
1: <laughs> okay,
0: how about this? How about this? It's <laughs> really. It doesn't. It really is just heels for men, isn't it? Cowboy boots. Uh, let's put some metal on the end. No one will uh, It's a shit kicker. That's what I call it. It's a shit kicker. No, it's high heels for men. Uh, how often has a cowboy just said these heels are killing me?
1: It's
0: cowboy boots. Yeah.
2: Look how the boy scoots.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: It's easy to slip in those things. It is. What, what are the spurs really for? The spurs are to make the They're the heel guard. Yeah, they spur some discussion. They do. But now yeah, you look at somebody and go, "Hey, nice spurs, dick
2: face!" One of those, those tiny pizza wheels. Why don't you go fuck yourself? You're from fucking Denver. gonna cut little pizzas with your heels? You Italian maniac! Uh, they're, they're for horse abuse. <laughs> right? They are.
0: They are for horse abuse. And, and
2: guy, some of these guys, they got spurs on their goddamn boots, they don't own a horse. <laughs> it's, like, it's like putting a spoiler on the back of a Nissan. It's actually pretty cool looking. <laughs> You know, it improves it. Shows you care about your car. Hey, okay. Take your cue from Texas. Take pride in what you're doing, even if it's totally
1: ridiculous.
2: Then you go on stage. I go on stage. We talked about this. My favorite part. Just a show recently, which is in the beginning. I was like, you know, this it was a thousand people in the banquet hall at, at the MGM Grand Casino and Hotel Resort in Detroit, Michigan. It's a thousand people. I'm like, I'm gonna go up there and talk a little bit about Detroit, like joke around, my flight, all that stuff. So I start doing that and it is immediately clear that they do not want to hear anything but material. Okay? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit riffing. Now right. I'll get into the material. Right. I start. Plan B. Yeah. First, my opener, which is bulletproof. It's yeah. almost, it's as close yeah. as you can come to bulletproof. I can say, I can bomb for like 10 minutes in a comedy club. You and then do the opener, yeah. we're right back on track. Right. I do my opener, it is immediately clear. Nothing. They want nothing to do with that type of humor. With me as a person. It seems yeah. that I've offended them and that I've made a categorically imperative mistake coming yeah. onto their stage. But
0: you still you still got okay, so you you're okay. We got other yeah, stuff. I got other options. Fine, I could fine. I could I could riff, I could do this or that. Because sometimes you know right off the bat. Sometimes you know right off the bat in the first like 30 seconds you're like this is a really bad situation. Or
2: you're like, it's going to be I'm hard. I'm going down. This is going to be hard. I'm in a death spiral. This is going to be hard. Yours recently was a. Cash described it as, I had two options. I had doing terribly, awful, the yeah. worst that I've, I've ever done on stage, yeah. or a death spiral. <laughs> and you kept it out of the death spiral. Yeah, I, I could pull out of the death spiral, but I was stuck. Still- I was like, it's, you know, we're, it's going to be tough. They're going to be tough. So I go into the crowd, I go to Riff in the crowd, and I go... I, this guy who was really nice, and I go, Hey, Dave, what are you? You know, uh, this You're guy. Like, ladies, talking take to me. a break, Dave. What are, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dave, Dave's, stay with me. Ladies, take a break, Dave's. You'll know what I'm talking about. And so I go to this guy, Dave, I go, Dave, so, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? And everybody around him puts up, this is real, those little tongue depressor sticks with a picture of his face on it over their face. So there's, I'm like, Dave. And then everyone puts on a Dave face. And now there's like seven Daves. And they all go, Dave! And I am like, what
1: the fuck? how, contextually, how could this
2: be? And then I'll save you the whole, it's a very funny story, but I'll save you the story about that, which just ends in me stopping talking to Dave because it's clear that Dave is unemployed okay, forced these people to come to this event and they had the faces to, like, lift his spirits because he's doing so terribly. And the other people, like, of this community uh, don't uh, like Dave. Uh, so he has his friends, and everyone else is like, why the fuck is he talking to Dave? So that made things worse. So that's worse. So then I go back, all right, I'm like, okay, I'll go back, I'll do, I'll do some material. It was almost like when the guy yelled out, Dolphin Boy! You yeah. Know? But if it was that Didn't know how hour, to respond. I, I just... I, and then, so then I'm like, okay, well you know what I'll just do some accessible material I do a couple things they work a little bit I'm like oh great it really ended up being like a cat toying with a mouse before it kills it because then I was like alright I'm going to do little absurdist stuff so I did some of that they hated that and one person very loudly turned to the other this is my favorite, goes, favorite, yeah. one of them goes, goes what is he talking about <laughs> that happened once another time a girl this is my favorite, is my favorite. a girl this is it yeah I look I make eye contact with a girl in the audience, from she just looks at me, shakes her head, looks at her watch, turns to her boyfriend, hits him with her elbow, and makes a face like, Why the fuck did you do
1: this? And he
2: makes a face, I swear to God, I could see on his face that he was like, because I thought this would like fix some of the problems we've been having. <laughs> And uh, I would take you out and we would have a good time and remember what it was like in the beginning of the relationship, before it began to erode, because of the many pieces of resentment that have arisen. And then he looked at me like, fuck you.
1: And, then, and that,
2: that was roughly 25 minutes into the hour. Yeah. 35 I got the stage, I got a stage and the security guard okay? The security guard who had come there to be like, I'll take you back to your room afterwards, uh, you know, you'll probably get mobbed, people wanted to hang out to take pictures, yeah. all that stuff. I got off stage, and the security guard handed me a full bottle of water, and he was like, I figured you'd need a water after that one. Yeah. In
1: the back of the fucking casino.
2: Dealers walking by, being like, "I fucking my addiction has brought me here to feed others' addiction," and they are looking like great compared. This guy looks—he looked—he looks looks sick for me. And then he was like, "I'm gonna take you back to your room," but it wasn't like no one's gonna talk to you. Nobody.
0: Well, imagine, you know. Imagine, that, Imagine that experience happening on a cruise. I know. Well, just, where you have to I live was, with the yeah. people that saw that bomb fest for a week, <laughs> and they can walk. And you got every time you leave your room, you got to put your hat down and kind of walk around and wonder if someone's going to walk up and go, "Ouch, that looked tough."
2: Yeah, because that's what they would say. See, that's worse. That's I what had I experienced. This awful march yeah. with this guy to my room quietly like I fucked that up and he's like yeah you did Uh, I I really really felt for you up
0: there I really felt for you
1: and then I
2: get I got in the uh I got in my room and I didn't leave I was too sad to leave the room that's one night but we were talking about it we were talking about you did a
0: week a week yeah I had to live with those people for a week and relive what did one guy say about the audience the magic that happened
2: what did he say that the guy said something he was like hey you know the audience wasn't into it but neither was I or something
1: like that (laughs)
2: Yeah, it, for, it was that tactless
0: thanks for reminding me I uh
2: <laughs>
0: yeah but it
1: hurt you know when I,
0: when I started comedy I remember talking to this this uh legend in comedy and uh I don't remember his name but
1: <laughs> but he
0: gave great advice cause like do you ever just never do you ever get to the point where you can't eat it there's no way you'll ever be able to eat it you get so good you just will never have a bad set and he's like no you'll you'll always eat it um you personally always eat it no he didn't say that, but he said he said he said you'll always eat it, but it's like Russian roulette, and there's more chambers in the gun, but there's always going to be a bullet and that's true i've seen some great comics eat it i talk i mean th- this is the thing that it can I, happen it can, can happen
2: we can move on, but i i in Detroit in that casino for reels so legitimately i was like okay i got to quit stand up this is what happens oh uh, you're just daydreaming
0: you're like this career choice was a mistake I, I It should have been a welder a welder I, but i
2: considered been- it i spoke with K8 for a while and i was yeah. like you know i get this is just it it's like i'm you know i'm doing television i can't do enough uh, stand up i'm so i'm not i've kind of lost it i'm not good yeah. anymore and I need to stop. So that maybe this is my last show. That's how awful it yeah, was. Yeah, I being like, "I'll never perform again." That's the way I'll do it. That's what I'll do. Never perform again. I am thirsty. And now
0: we're going to move along to uh, a section I like to call. It's a working title. Uh, some people like to call it. Uh, um, <clears throat> you know, they have they have different names for it. Uh, some people like to call it. Uh, Where uh,
1: were Sometimes you? Sometimes I feel.
0: Somebody's Play. tweeting where me. Were you? Sometimes where, where I you feel like you. Somebody's tweeting me. That's what some people like to call it. Um, other people like to call it tweet. Triple banger, a lightning round. Tweet me home tonight. Triple banger,
2: a lightning round.
0: I don't wanna let you go to I the light.
1: Tweet my little baby.
0: What hurts? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, someone said to me, they go, I love the section, what hurts the most out of any of the different categories. Someone said that to me in, uh, I think, Appleton. And I said, well, I guess you don't like the show much. Because we've only done that three times. We will will do some more what hurts. And then that person's friend was like, I like tickling the Oracle. That's one of my favorites. So you know what? The things that are the most rare people cherish. You know, uh, yeah. Maybe that makes the birthday tour not quite as what I would hoped for. Keep it keep not quite it as rare, rare you know. with your no. Uh, yeah.
2: Keep it rare with the the songs that you sing.
0: Yeah, something like "Stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody, tweet, what's going down? Like a
2: certain percentage of superheroes' masks.
0: Somebody watching me. And tweeting my fantasy, tweetalize. It's called tweet That's the that's what there they is. call it. It's a working title, and we're still. You know, the show is still uh, under construction. Uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that.
1: Excuse our dust. Yes,
0: excuse our dust, but the show is under construction. Yeah, unfortunately we're for still- you, there's no froyo yogurt <laughs> stop. <stuff. laughs> While you miserable
2: dead human spirits to your shuffle through the terminal <laughs> on your way to catch a flight to a family you hate. This is DB Stinenstein's Portland Airport
0: Shit House US What? Line and his partner in crime, Frank Dillonport. His partner in crime, Frank Dillonport, coming the, to you live uh, on a Friday night. We've got the buttery slap double trouble. tasty pies coming up
2: with the Rick Dinner stuff.
0: Pull out your penis and shove it into the back of your asshole. We got some. to the idea of cardboard. <laughs> it's Ricky G. James <laughs> on Dick Clap the Snap. Put Dab. some oven mitts on your head and take a spin because we're going to take you for a ride. And my name is Ted McGillicuddy, and that's Billy Bob Baxter, coming to you live on a Friday afternoon. Bobby D. died last week
2: in a terrible train fire. It's Rick McGillicuddy <laughs> and Dick Slap
0: Rapid Gap. Uh... Uncle Witherbitters has died outdoors. Frank Delenport doing the weather, and he'll be back with you in a jiffy. He's in Copter 5. Chris Chrissy in Copter 4, almost out of gas, promises to die within the next hour. Dancing Billy Bob Bear will make you laugh periodically, and he's going to bring it up hot and slice it up for you.
2: Master Place resident McMalister <laughs> Clicklalister has admitted he has a completely fake name.
0: And that is the producer of the century, Frankie Doinker. Hubby Bob- in the Philly Flob Room. We're coming live from the Philly Flob Room. <laughs> Uh, You wrote. uh,
2: Executive producer Brewster, (laughs) Collective
0: Brewster, has admitted that his name merely rhymes with his title. And I am Ted McGillicuddy speaking into these pine cones. I I can't even talk.
2: (laughs) This is Derber Herbdorf, the dwarf porn star, saying that he pine comes into the (laughs) gillicones. And put on my uh, Okay, get back in that 3D.
0: Get get back in the 3D printer. Myself, right I don't really want to get back in there. I, don't, get, I really just don't. Just try wanna... to get. Just I'm going to shove you down. Just shove. Just stop. I don't, don't want to get Get, in get back or... in there. Get stop. Wait, TJ. Mm-hmm. TJ.
1: Well,
0: mm-hmm. uh, I guess he's still, mm-hmm. he's still here. Yeah, can you see his? It's interesting to watch someone go back into a three D printer. All that's left. Help, help me! Hey, what's this? Help me! What's this? There's. Mm-hmm. What's this? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a. Mm-mm. It's a salmon. Mm. One
1: last shit. Mm how could you sneak
0: into your own show that's like a brine shrimp crawling inside its own penis (laughs) that's it for us guys thank you so much say hi after the show we really appreciate it your support means a lot to us. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thank you, listeners. We'll be back soon.
1: Thank you, guys.